This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. This is Father Richard Kunst along with Cindy Jennings coming to you from the beautiful Diocese of Duluth, Minnesota. We are at the St. James campus of Stella Maris Academy, which is my parish. And so uh, we have a special guest in studio here with us. It's always good to have one of our um, uh, successors of the Apostles. And so Bishop Powers from Superior, welcome to Real Presence Live. Well, thank you. It's good to be here. Yeah, you said you had, we were talking uh, during the break that you hadn't been on Real Presence for quite a while. So this is, you're a little nervous? Well, a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I didn't think bishops got nervous, but this is great. So um, uh, uh, so how, how are you doing today? Doing well. Are you sick yeah. of winter? Yeah, um, probably before it got here. Even. Yeah. <laughs> you and I are on the exact same page. It's like I say, I'm done, I am done with winter on December 26th. I don't want to yeah, see it yeah. anymore. So, uh, well, welcome to Real Presence Live. And, and, you know, we've been talking, it's kind of been thematic, at least. Our first guest was Father Joel Hastings talking about Ash Wednesday and how it's going to look different this year. And okay. the idea, we're approaching, we're approaching Lent. And, of course, Lent is a big season of, uh, of uh, the Sacrament of Reconciliation and the Sacrament right, of Penance. Right. And so... Um, uh, uh, where, where, that's what we're going to be talking about this morning with you. It's like, where did the sacrament of penance come from? What's the whole, and why is it important? That's probably, that's a really big question. I was going to say, how many hours? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> we, maybe let's break it up. How, where did it come from? Well, the sacrament is certainly founded in the scriptures. Uh, Matthew's gospel where Jesus uh, presents Peter with the, the keys to the kingdom of heaven and John's gospel. Um, after the resurrection, when Christ appears to the the apostles in the upper room, breathes on them, you know, giving them the power of the Holy Spirit and commending them that those sins that they forgive are forgiven, those that are retained are held bound, yeah. both I mean, in heaven and on earth. So. And the fact that the fact that he did that, that so that's the in John's gospel how you just said that right. the very first time that he talks to his apostles as a group after he rises right. from that, Absolutely. the very first thing he Absolutely. says to them is giving them that ability right, to forgive right. sins. And and before that, the words, peace be with you. Right, right. You know, and the, how important that is. And you know, especially this past year, how much we've needed that peace of the Absolutely. Lord. Absolutely, yeah. So. so why don't you speak a little bit to the importance of the sacrament? Well, you know, sadly, we're all sinners. There's none of us that, uh, you know, live that. Bishop, you life. don't know me too well, do you? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk after. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, there's there's none of us that fully live that life that we're called to, and uh, hopefully we want to, and and so that need uh, you know for repentance, that need for the the sacrament, and that um, that knowledge of of being told your sins are forgiven you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's one thing to, to go one on one with with God or whatever, but uh, and ask for forgiveness, and there's no question, God forgives our sins that way, but without the process of the sacrament of penance, confession, reconciliation, whichever term we want to give it, how easy it is to stray into that, you know, area that, you know, my ways are God's ways. (laughs) Right. Right. So yeah, the and the the fact that you know, I mean, so many people say, "Well, I'm just going to go to God," you know. Sure. But but we all know that have uh, that have gone to confession, especially if we haven't gone for a long while. 
that after you walk out of the confessional, there's a tangible feel. I right, mean, you can right, re- right. you can feel. I mean, maybe you can speak a little bit to that. Um, yeah, the the sacraments are real. That grace of our God is real. That the power of God's love working in our lives. Um, uh, you know, is it always that the lightning bolt uh, you know effect that? Um, St. Paul had on the road to Damascus? Well, probably not, but if we truly are open to the sacraments, it has to change us. Mm-hmm. You know, whether we're talking reconciliation, whether we're talking Eucharist, um, you know, sure, we can all just go through the motions and, right. you know, ho-hums, the same as always, but um, if, if one really is serious about the sacraments, um, there is that that awakening of that that inner dwelling of the Holy Spirit within us from from our baptism. Another one of the beauties of this whole idea of the sacrament, as opposed to just going to God directly, at least from the Catholic side of things, it's like I've had a lot of people who, and I'm sure in your priestly ministry as well, that have uh, committed really big sins in the past, and um, uh, they go to God, but they can't let it go. Yeah, I ask God every day sure, to sure. forgive my sins. You know, I go right to God, but they still they hold on to it. The sacrament, taking advantage of the sacrament, needs to release. I mean, mm-hmm. there, people are right. more easily right. released from that burden of sin when they mm-hmm. go to the sacrament, as opposed to holding on to sin by saying, "I'm going straight to God." I don't right. know if you've experienced that. Well, absolutely, and I, I think one of the reasons, you know, when when we just go to God, and I don't want to, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, I can just. <laughs> I, I, I get you. I think the listeners understand. But uh, my guess is that most of us do it mentally, mm-hmm. and when we come to the sacrament, there's a real power in speaking those words and getting it out into the daylight. Mm-hmm. And um, how important that is, as as you said, in in that that letting go and you know letting God heal us and and make us whole again, mm-hmm. and um, again that reassurance of the fact that that we are forgiven, and and again the the grace of the sacrament. Um, you know, I can confess my sins to to God. Any of us can. But the only way we receive that sanctifying grace, that sacramental grace, is through the celebration of a sacrament. Right. And, you know, that's that conscious human act. I think, you know, I've always liked to use the, the, the play on words, that the, the words that the priest prays is the prayer of absolution. And so that's a good play on words because it means that I know I'm absolutely forgiven. Well, I'm absolutely sure, sure. sure as to where you just go straight to God. It's like, well, did he forgive me? I think he did. I hope he did. But then they still carry that with them. Mm-hmm. You go to confession, sacramental confession, you are absolutely certain of his forgiveness. Sure. Sure. I don't know if that's the point of that word, but I've always used that etymology. Works for me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, good. I'm good. I'm fine with that. Then. I think the guilt of, because you can't go right away, right? The guilt no. keeps building up until you can go to confession. So there is a process, too, that you don't want to keep committing the sin because you're like, oh, and then I have to, you know, just the guilt and even the guilt beforehand and then going to confess makes it even that much better when you get out because it's just like you're kind what, of... What do you do, Cindy? What do I do? I scream like, at my children. Okay, right. I, okay. No, 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 no. I didn't want you to literally. <laughs> oh, okay. 
<laughs> well, here's another component I'm sure that Bishop you've uh, experienced this as well, where where people will be um, uh, they'll want to forgive this. They will they'll want to confess the same thing even if they hadn't redid it. You know, it's like like oh, really? if somebody's had oh yeah, it, it happens. <laughs> I know you're not a priest, so you don't know this, but the, <laughs> but so well, somebody will say, "Well, I confessed this a long time ago, Father," or I stop them in their tracks. Say, "Well, unless you did it since the last confession, you don't do it again, or don't confess it again." But then also, some people have a hard time. Well, okay, an often repeated line. I always say, "Don't be harder on yourself than what God is." Right. If right. you've already gone to confession, you're you know you you made this sacramental confession. Don't don't let this eat you up because God's not. Mm-hmm. focusing on it anymore so. right yeah and and it is difficult uh you know especially being in a parish i mean you've got the individuals that come saturday after saturday after saturday and mm-hmm. sometimes on wednesday in between time yeah. you know i mean and and you know that the need to do all that we can to as you say help them not to be harder on themselves Mm -hmm. and you know one of the things i've done many times in the in the sacrament is as part of the penance assign them to say a prayer asking god to help them forgive themselves Mm -hmm. and you know i hopefully that seems to to work to help yeah Yeah. i had a few friends that were stuck because they kept going to their past end and i said when you don't think that God actually forgave it, that offends him. So you should believe that he forgave it. Mm-hmm. You should be able to push forward. Yeah. Yeah. Don't doubt in God's mercy mm-hmm. and his ability to forgive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the sad thing, so in regards to that, you know, if you shut somebody off that way, okay, now I got one more thing to be guilty about. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? Yeah. It's actually helped a couple. I mean, I'm well, shocked. But, but in, when somebody put it to me that way, it kind of helped me too. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not going to let it. No. Some people are sure. scrupulous. I mean, scrupulosity That's, is a real scourge for some people. Right, right. I mean, maybe you can talk a little bit about that, Bishop. Well, again, I think that's what we're touching on a little bit already, you know, that fear that, you know, basically anything I do is going to be sinful mm-hmm. and um, there's no way that the God can forgive me for what I've done um, and and just that. Again, that fear and that constant um, playing that old tape, if you will, time after time after time in our mind, and and that need to to be able to know that God's love, you know, God's mercy, God's forgiveness, you know, is absolute, as what mm-hmm. we had said, you know, that that absolution, that absolute forgiveness, and. And again, that need to to forgive ourselves, and so much of that, you know, sadly goes back to childhood and mm-hmm. everything else. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, <clears throat> as a, and we just got a couple minutes before break here, but uh, I had a number of years ago somebody say to me, "It's like you priests, you always give the same kind of confession or uh, penance. Why don't you be a little bit more creative?" <laughs> and I said to them, "I said, well, it's kind of hard to be creative with everybody that's going to confession, but." So in your experience of penance, like, I mean, how do you change that up a little bit in your experience as priest in confession? Or maybe maybe you don't change it up. (laughs) Yeah, I I won't say change it up a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, It it does, 
depend on and, and, you know, since becoming bishop, don't hear that many confessions and, you know, don't have that ability to develop those relationships with people to help them to, to know what kind of a penance might be helpful and stuff. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, more than just prayer, that assigning of, you know, doing something, right, or, you know, right. as, as the penance. I suppose so, it depends on what they confess, too. Certainly. Well, that's, that's Are you ever like, oh, sure. what did you, like, oh, your, no, <laughs> your penance is. I, I don't think that happens. <laughs> Do you ever give a reaction to the sin let's, that they're confessing? Let's, let's get back to that after this break. <laughs> so we're talking to Bishop James Powers from the Diocese of Peter about the Sacrament of Reconciliation. And we'll be talking more with the bishop about this topic right after the short break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together toward success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Does someone who takes their own life automatically go to hell? I'm Father Chris Alar. In 1993, my grandmother took her life, and for years I carried this burden because she committed a grave sin and had no time to repent. But the church states that certain mental conditions may reduce the responsibility of one who takes their own life. You are only eternally lost if you die in an unrepentant state of mortal sin. And for a sin to be mortal, three conditions must be present. And one of those conditions is complete free will. I don't believe many people freely want to take their life, so there is hope for their salvation. To learn more, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Thanks for sticking with us on Real Presence Live. Father Richard Kuntz, along with Cindy Jennings, coming to you from the Diocese of Duluth. Yes, And we are talking to Bishop Powers of the Diocese of Superior, right across the lake, about confession. Thank you. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, so... Basically, when you get in there and you start hearing people sin, are you reactive to what you're like? Does anything shock you? Do you have a reaction to anybody? <laughs> like, just I think anybody my age has heard the horror stories of being in the long line for confessions, and you know, 
father yelling, you did what? (laughs) Really? That Um, is hilarious. I have never experienced that, (laughs) thank goodness. But, uh, uh, you know, again, the grace of the sacraments are real. Um, Does the grace of the priesthood insulate us against everything? No. But I certainly think it does help me anyhow in the sacrament of, of reconciliation as as well as other things. I mean, uh, have I been shocked? I certainly not to that point of, you know, <laughs> you <Yeah>. did what? <laughs> or, or, or anything like that. But, uh, you know, I mean, we're human and there, there's times that it's possible now, you know, after one has been ordained for even a few few months uh you know you get to that point where you know it's it's not very often that we hear something new <laughs> right right yeah in a, in yeah. a, a tongue-in-cheek sort of way i've always told people that you know confession is kind of boring because mm-hmm. you hear the same things you know but we don't want to make it boring from the priest standpoint mm-hmm. you know i mean i always think that you know people are coming in at their most vulnerable sure and so for me to meet them at that most vulnerable i have to say that in everything i do as priest Hearing confessions to me is the most exhausting thing I do, even though it's like quote unquote boring because you hear the same thing over and over again. But Hmm. for these people, it's like going to the dentist. In fact, I had a dentist say to me, it's like, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, I get nervous going to confession like you get nervous coming to see me as a dentist, you know, because it's something that we don't, people don't do all often enough, you know, to have that fear. On the other side of the, the screen, if you will, you know, one of the things with a lot of people, you know, Father, I every time I come, it's the same old thing that I'm confessing, and it's like, well, I would hope it is, because it's the sins of our lives, mm-hmm. and for it to be different, okay, to spice it up, using your yeah, word, yeah. you know, I'm going to go out and rob a bank so I have something new to confess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, that would be. A, I've never had that happen yet, but as long as I confess like it, that. I'm fine. Yeah. No. But but I say you know it it is for all of us it's it's usually the same thing because yeah. it it comes from the you know the living of our lives right. and 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 you know as much as we want you know to to change and hopefully every time that we do go to the sacrament that. It's a little longer before we start to, mm-hmm. uh, you exactly. know, slip back oh, at, oh, yeah, sure. again, yeah. you know, and uh, and again, that, that need for, you know, frequent confessions. It's, the uh, challenge is for both priests and penitent is that when they, when they, when we all do it, repeating the same sins, not to make it just mechanical, right, because then well, the sacrament becomes something sure. other than the sacrament. Then it just becomes right. this mechanical device. And, yep. and we all have, as you had before becoming a bishop in the parish, you know, you have the same people that come every week, mm-hmm. and they say the exact same. And they always say, that it's not like broken record, Father. So I'm fine with that. Keep doing the broken record mm-hmm. as far as confession is concerned. But how to, you know, not make it just simply a mechanical action void of any real serious importance, right. you know, right. or meaning. What about contrition? Maybe speak a little bit of contrition. And what do, what do we mean when we, you know, to, in order to go to confession, you have to have contrition. What Maybe dissect that term a little bit for us. Well, we have to have sorrow for the sins of our, you know, that we've committed, the sins of our lives. Um, 
you know, the the sin that that our Lord, that our you know God can't forgive is a sin that we're not sorry for. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And the sin against the Holy Spirit, right? Well, the, yeah. You know, and you know, God isn't going to force His love on us. Right. I mean, if we're, if we're not sorry, you know, we we can't make somebody love us. You know, right. and, and it's the same way with with God's love uh, in in the sacrament of of reconciliation, confession. There has to be that sorrow for our sins. That has to be that contrition, so that we open ourselves to God's love and and His mercy and and you know that understanding that we have been forgiven. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because I mean, Cindy brought up a little bit of a comment a little while ago, as an, an example, it's like, well, you know, and I think college students are most have to do stuff like this. Like, well, I'm going to go do this, and I'll just go to confession. That's not really contrition, is it? Not really, no. <laughs> yeah, because you think you it's um a, a what do they call it? The sin of presumption or something like that, where you just presume that you're going to be forgiven. Yeah, and and I think that's one of the the big. Uh, Arguments that other religions would have against our sacrament, uh, you know, of uh, confession. Well, yeah, you can get to go do whatever you want to, and then you know, just go to confession, and right. it's it's all better. Well, you know, it's it is more than that. I right, mean, there right. there has to be that sorrow. There has to be that conviction that uh, I am going to turn away from sin, yeah. that I am going to be better, that I am going to grow in that, that relationship with uh, with the Lord. One of the, yeah. the thing is that, you know, God's love is unconditional, but his forgiveness right. is conditional. So we're talking about, you know, you have no. to ask, right. you have to have contrition. Right. But here's another one, maybe you can speak to this. You know, Jesus re- uses parables, and he, it's, he puts it right in the Lord's Prayer, uh, about the need for our to forgive, to be mm-hmm. forgiving. Sure. So, I mean... He says it at the end of the parable. If you're if you're not going to forgive, then neither your, heavenly, your heavenly Father is not going to forgive you either. So, mm-hmm. is lacking of the ability to forgive our, you know other people in our own lives a prohibitive factor of being forgiven by God? Well, if we believe what Jesus says, absolutely it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and you know that forgive us our sins as we forgive those, and you know. How often we kind of talked about a little bit too, you know. It's often more easy to forgive others than it is to forgive ourselves sure. too. So I yeah. mean, there's there's that that dual part of that mm-hmm. that prayer. So, um, but yeah, and how difficult it is if we have truly truly been hurt by somebody in a very serious way. And and again, you you talked about the. Um, the penance. Uh, there's been times that you know, in in regards to that, the penance was to have the person ask God to help them want to forgive, mm-hmm. because the forgiveness is a conscious act. Right. I mean, it's not a feeling. It's not an emotion. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a, a conscious act of the will. I think, you know, I mean, a lot of people might think that, well, holding a grudge is a, maybe a sin, but it's not that bad of a sin. But I, I always say that holding a grudge is actually like a mortal sin to your soul, because if you're not going to forgive, if you are unwilling to forgive, you're not going to be forgiven. Right, right. And that's kind of harsh. It sounds kind of harsh. But, yeah. but like you said, if you're, we're going to believe Christ and what he, what he says, that important need 
to be willing to forgive is critical for God to forgive us. And I think, too, sometimes people confuse forgiving with forgetting. Right. And, you know, if we've been hurt that much seriously by somebody, there's no way we're going to forget. Right. Or should we? Well, yeah. And we we still, though, can forgive. Right. And, you know, one of the, one of the other parts of, of holding on to that, you know, grudge that, that lack of forgiveness who are we punishing exactly yeah. you know the, the person that we need to forgive probably could care less yeah. may not even know mm-hmm. you know uh i mean it's it's ourselves that that we're punishing we and keep ourselves in a little box that's, that's so yeah. true yeah 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 i and it puts that root of bitterness in your heart too and it just takes over and then you don't forgive so many other things so it's kind of a mm-hmm. domino effect with with that the uh before the confession is the examination of conscience that's a pretty right. important part of confession oh yeah absolutely you um, want to speak a little bit about what how how would somebody what is an examination of conscience and how would somebody go about doing it well well it's a reflection on our life um you know there's any number of you know prepared examinations of conscience certainly one that isn't bad is just going through the the Ten Commandments, uh, you know, certainly the the Beatitudes is a, a wonderful examination of conscience, and uh, but um, that that taking an honest look at our life mm-hmm. and and being open with ourselves and and with God, and, and again, that's something that should be done, I believe, within that context of prayer before God, mm-hmm. you know, laying our our hearts open or so yeah if you're gonna go to confession might as well do it well right uh, absolutely before george passed away he had an app and he would go through and it was such a good app too yeah my husband and he would just go through it and just really examine everything before he went to confession he really prepared for it Mm -hmm. so that's a good idea yeah in order to have a good confession you have to have a good examination first good examination of conscience bishop we have about a minute left any parting thoughts or words or reflections in regards to sacrament reconciliation or why you want to become the Bishop of Duluth? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll stick with the confession part. <laughs> um, I, I guess just in regards to sacrament, I just hope and I pray that, you know, as we come into the season of Lent, uh, which is, you know, truly the penitential season of the church here, that, you know, we can all enter in with that, that open heart, that open mind, and, you know, truly make it a, a penitential journey and, you know, make it what it's intended to be, not just 40 days so when it's over, thank goodness it's over and done with, we can go back to, you know, beforehand, but rather that we, uh, you know, truly come through Lent change, that we truly can celebrate that hope and promise, the, the joy of the, of the resurrection on Easter as never before. Thank you very much, Bishop. Words of wisdom, as always. It's great to have you on uh, Real Presence Live again, and uh, I hope you have a good last couple of weeks before we start Lent. And uh, just thank you very much for, for joining us, Bishop yeah, thank Bauer, you. Powers thank from you. the Diocese of Superior. We'll be right back after this break talking about how music can factor into our spiritual life. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.